Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And those two gentlemen are sharing a mic because Andrew got scared from his time away living at uh, 409 and is living back at home in Hayes' bed. Yep. Well, that's not true. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. What are you doing back, Andrew? Um, I'm just... Uh, kind of chilling, trying to find a job. I knew Hayes could he use get reams. We can shout him out. Good bagels, but apparently bad. Uh, bad employee process. Rise Bagels in Minneapolis. If you hear this, you owe us at least a dozen free bagels. <laughs> right, Hayes? Mm, make it a baker's dozen. You got me. Um, any things right away you guys want to discuss or, or bring up? We obviously have an agenda topic. We're going to share our top three first round draft, um, moves we'll say in case, you know, one of those options are trading up or trading back. Um, but any NFL news that you guys want to share or, or briefly talk about? before we get into it why is eric kendricks still on this team when are the cuts gonna happen that actually i mean phrase that question i'm not gonna ream kendricks but uh yeah when when do we i mean i know i feel like mid march is the time that free agents that's when the season officially starts so i feel like The cuts have to come pretty soon, but there's been no indication or rumors that I've seen of any. Not, pretty much nothing has happened in the last week from a Vikings fan um, standpoint. Nothing. I think a lot of it happens the combine week, which is first week of March. Okay. Like extensions, cuts, but um, Delvin Tomlinson's contract voided yesterday which means he'll probably won't be back with the team because if they extended him then they could have spread out his dead cap for the year but instead him and patrick peterson have like a 9.5 million dollar just dead cap if that makes sense i thought i thought peterson was a free agent he is but like since they've pushed money down the line that's Mm -hmm. like we're basically paying them to not be on or not to be on the team but we're paying them and they're not on the team Okay. But obviously we'd be, we'd have to pay them both substantially more money to be on the team. Yeah. Yes. So there's, there's cap savings that occur by not having <clears throat> Dalvin Tomlinson or Pat P who are some of some notable, who are like notable cuts that we did last year to save money. Was there anyone? Not that I can think of. Cause then I was just going to quick, google to see at what at what point did we cut them uh, yeah but I, kyle rudolph was one but that was obviously a few years ago but he was someone who we cut to save money correct yes okay i'm just gonna quick see when that took place i don't know when they did that because that was that would have been 2021 21 
No. 2020. Yeah. One. He played a whole another year mm-hmm. after really. Maybe it's 2020. I don't remember. No, no, no. Okay, here we go. March 2nd of 2001, Vikings cut Kyle Rudolph. So I think you're right. <clears throat> In about pretty much about a week. Your birthday weekend, we will see um, probably some of those those Viking legends that will be cut. Yeah. Just call them Vikings. We're cutting some Vikings. We need some to... overpaid players. Yep. There we go. Some overpaid aging players. But again, we're not overpaid at the time of signing the contract. Otherwise, the contract would have never been signed. So let's respect the name and just still say goodbye. You can do both. It's, it is possible. Trust me. It's possible, Hayes. Can you? It is. But, <clears throat> okay, anything else? Otherwise, we can get into Hayes's option a first round draft decision okay all right i want if we have the 20 if if we're sticking at 23 your first option yeah okay well no it it doesn't have to be that we're sticking at 23 what do you want to see the vikings do like yeah come march your your best case scenario what do you want the vikings to do or come april sorry all right let me – I have my guys, but I just thought of something. Let me look up the NFL draft order real quick. I know the Vikings pick 23. Okay. Or 24. That's weird. Well, it's 24th, technically. but the Dolphins have that forfeited draft because of some weird talks with Tom Brady a couple years ago. So Okay. We have the 23rd pick, but we're listed as the 24th. It, they should really just say 23rd. So we have the 23rd pick. Correct. Um, you know, if we're, it, it, I see a team like Tennessee has the 11th pick. I like a guy from Illinois, cornerback, Devin Witherspoon. Uh, he had the best-rated college cornerback season of all time. Um, if, he's, if he gets out of the top 10, I would definitely think about trading up to try to get a guy like him. Um, young, quick, uh, uh, corner so and he yeah, like I said he had the best college football season that a corner has ever had so the likelihood that he's even out of the top 10 is slim but if he gets out of the top 10 you can make a trade to Tennessee at 11 or Cleveland at uh, or Houston at 12 I would do that for sure okay try to get him I would say that's a pretty good move I uh, I mean, it's not necessarily what I would do, but I have heard good things about him. I think he's like by far the best corner in this class, and he has numbers like what Sauce Gardner had, who obviously turned out to be one of the better in the league now. And there's a good chance he gets out of the top 10 because teams in the top 10 aren't really looking for a corner right now. Uh, I mean, like, what about the Lions? I could see the Lions drafting a corner. They want to improve their defense, and they're sixth. I, I don't. I, I think the Lions are going to look offense. To be honest with you. Okay. Where though, offensively? I wouldn't be surprised if they drafted a quarterback. Yeah. So they could maybe be a team that 
Jump they don't need to win now, right now. If they draft a quarterback, they can develop him to when they're even better in the next couple of years. Yeah. Lions also have, I think, two first round picks. So they do, yes. I think they're both, I guess, top no, 20. their second one's a little lower. So, th- I mean, I could see them, like you said, yeah, getting maybe an offensive guy sixth, and then it's a deep cornerback uh, class. So maybe grabbing a cornerback 18th. I could see Seattle taking a corner as well. I True. guess. Being again, they still have. Oh no, I, I guess yeah. No, they had a pretty good defense last year. You don't Seattle, think they yeah. want to get another weapon for um, Gino? They, maybe offensive line. Yeah, if they want to stick with Gino for like a couple years, but that's right. He's a free agent. Yeah, and. The projections on his value are insane. Is it? Are, are they expecting that? Are they? Is the they expect like, that he should get paid? Yeah, like After multiple years, good over thirty, over thirty million, which makes Kirk look like a steal. But um, what were we saying? Okay, so Hayes, your your first choice would be potentially to trade up to get the Illinois cornerback what and what I forget what what did you say his name was Devin Witherspoon from Illinois there's no way realistically he would be available at 23 no okay so so what would Um, you it's only he gets out of the top 10 I don't trade into the top 10 because that means you're giving up another first round pick if you if he is out of the top ten and you think you could give up a first and next year second or something, yes, I'd trade to, to if you give up twenty three wow. seconds. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So you like him? He's a day one. You have starter. a crush on him? Nope. <laughs> All right, cute choice, cute choice. Andrew, what do you got? Not cute. Well. I would, I mean, we're talking like what dream scenario or what we're talking. You are the, you're, you're crazy. You, you get the selection, you get the choice. What would you want to do in that draft room on that first day? I would try to trade up to get Anthony Richardson out of Florida, the quarterback. I think it really depends on a lot of what you do in free agency. Cause I think you could, like we did last year, compete, compete last year but also like work towards the future similar to what the Chiefs did I've seen a lot of that on Twitter about Chiefs how Minnesota should go with like what the Chiefs did where they traded up to get a quarterback even though they had Alex Smith which I wouldn't mind um I think Richardson could be one of the better quarterbacks out of this draft class but like taking a year to learn would be very beneficial for him considering he has, like, all of the tools but doesn't really know how to use them. But I also think he'll go probably top 15. You'll have to give up two first-round picks if you want to get him. No. Yes, he will be no. a top 10 pick, 100%. No, he won't. Yes, he will. Wow, okay. So, Andrew, you're saying <clears throat> you're saying he'll be out of the top 10. Hayes, you're saying he'll be in the top 10? He will 100% be a top 10 pick. You will have to give up this year's first and next year's first if you want to get him. Which is what you do for the quarterback of the yeah. future. Oh, I'm not well, saying it's not. I'm not saying it's a bad move. I'm just saying that's what you'll have to give up. But I think 
See, with, I mean, isn't he listed as like the fourth or fifth best QB in the draft? Do you think five of the first 10 picks are going to be QBs? I definitely think so. You're going to have Houston take a quarterback, Indy yep. take a quarterback. Yep. Um, Detroit, Las Vegas at this point. Las Vegas, Atlanta, Carolina. Atlanta's not taking a quarterback. Who's Atlanta going to have as their quarterback? Ritter. Ritter, a third round pick last year. They're definitely not taking a quarterback. Carolina could take a quarterback. Um, that's four. That's four, yeah. So you think someone might trade up then? Houston, Indy, Las Vegas, Carolina. I think Atlanta could possibly. I think Detroit could possibly. I think um, Tennessee could possibly. So these are all teams that could that could possibly. I don't. I had Tennessee. No, they, they, I think they'll stick with Malik Willis for a little bit. But also Tennessee's eleventh. That's not top ten. No, I'm just naming people before also, us. Also, all those teams could possibly not take a quarterback, just like last year where one quarterback was selected in the first three rounds. Like, well, it's not as high powered of a quarterback draft class. All right. So okay. So Andrew, you you're suggesting. Um, to trade up, which would probably be realistically similar to like what Hayes said, if he's not in the top ten, you'd have you'd be giving up this year's first or the eighteenth or the twenty third pick, and probably next year's second or even more to get. I'll do the two firsts. The guy get in the top ten. You really would give. You'd give up two firsts. I think. I mean, we haven't had like or a potentially top- the fifth best quarterback on the table or potentially the first like you just don't know and i think you got to start taking like some bigger risks talent wise i think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the draft his accuracy is absolutely terrible he legit can't throw that's just not true but o'connell history of being able to develop quarterbacks matthew stafford he developed him into a super bowl champion he elevated kirk dramatically this year I think it'd be interesting to see what he could do with Richardson. It's also like you're He's extremely athletic. You're trading, sure, next year's first, but it's going to be back of the draft most likely. Hopefully. I mean, most likely, yeah. In a weaker draft class. Yeah, with a lot less. I mean, honestly, it's hard to tell a year in advance, but. I thought they said next year's quarterback class was supposed to be. The only one that's super good is like Caleb Williams, and he'll go first overall most likely. Yep. To whatever team tanks. Okay. Um, I mean, hey, I I don't I don't hate it. I mean, obviously, a first round QB is very very exciting. And someone like him who's gotten a lot of buzz. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of buzz, and I'm sure you'll either see his um, draft like whatever scouting report skyrocket after the combine, or maybe it'll stay the same. Or maybe he'll fall a little later. Yeah. Like Justin Fields was a tenth pick two years ago, three years ago. But he was yeah, graded as like one of the better quarterbacks in the class. So I mean, definitely especially with like all the positions or all the players in this class that are like defensive line or even that Devin Witherspoons I could see being top ten easily. Yeah, I thought I saw Witherspoon as like one of the best cornerbacks out there. He is. He's the best corner. Okay. So I would think he most certainly will be top 10. Yeah, I think so. All right. There's almost always a corner that goes top 10. That's what I, <clears throat> that's what I would think, especially looking at 
most times multiple top 10 picks like I, I really do think Detroit with how bad their defense was last year are is going to want to improve that part of their of their uh team and I think Seattle with Pete Carroll being I believe Pete Carroll's a defensive minded head coach yep um so I could see him you know wanting a a, a d-back or a corner or Eagles, Eagles, Eagles are tenth too. They might. Yeah, I've seen you know, them taking a lot of corners in mock drafts. So, most likely going to have to give up. Is is Richardson the only guy you trade up to get for a quarterback? I mean, I think it'd be hard to trade up any higher. Like once you get into like trading up in the top five, it's like multiple, multiple, multiple first round picks. Like you saw what San Fran did a couple years ago. And with that one, you're kind of going with the approach that, like, you want them to – I would think you'd want them to start immediately. Exactly, yeah. I feel like it's not now super common for a top five overall QB to not start almost immediately. So Yeah. Um, my choice would be to stay at 23, and the guy who I've – heard a lot of buzz that kind of I think would be exciting is uh Joey Porter Jr. cornerback um I'm trying to remember he's a pretty decent size I think he'd fit the Flores offense or Flores defense um I'm blanking on what team Penn State Penn State um and again it's like a deep like he's someone who could be, you know, top 15 pick, or he could still be on the board when you draft at 23. And I think sort of he'd be, I think if you stay put and he's on the board, he'll most likely be the best player mm-hmm. out there. Um, I think he's, a, he's, he's relatively healthy. He hasn't shown a lot of signs of like injury. Um, he only played 10 games last year though. Well, isn't the, isn't the college season only like 12? 12, 13, something like that. I mean, that's – I don't know. I don't think either way his injuries – if he if he had any injuries, they were, like, minor. Um, he had appendicitis, the, the games he missed. So that's okay. something that won't come back. <laughs> um, and I see his name pop up a lot in the mock drafts. So I think it's it's – Likely again, if you if you're going the route, which I think, just kind of stay where you're at, see how the draft unfolds. There's not really anyone that is like, oh my gosh, we have to have that player on our team right now. Um, and I could, yeah, I could see him being at at 23. Um, and yeah, he was. I saw one stat. Second, so I'm assuming maybe the guy you said Hayes was first in the nation, but he was second in the nation in forced incompletion percentage. So he, you know, either had a lot of pass breakups or forced uh, balls thrown away. Um, and yeah, I just, I just think he'd be a good fit for the type of defense Flores wants to run. Yeah, he's fast, good size. I agree. I feel like it would be interesting to see because, um, I mean, obviously free agency all happens before 
but like if they go get like a number one maybe you don't take a corner in the first but if you don't go get one then you're probably taking a corner in the first at least like yeah but it's just hard because like we've we've just took so many in like rounds one two and three over the past like and it just none have hit yeah no i know that's i mean that's what's super frustrating but you uh, yeah i like the idea of anthony richardson honestly yeah of course i mean that'd be fun I just think it's it's that's my number one. You so you're switching? Yeah. Oh Hazer, come over to the bus. Um no, I I've seen a lot of Joey Porter Jr. though. Oh I feel like he's not someone that's gonna go top twenty. I feel like he'll be right around where we're picking. Yeah, I mean there are there are I think three other cornerbacks. There's so many corners. Yeah, there's yeah. so many corners that were honestly where it's like in between 15 and 30. But it's also like you don't even really have to my, my my I don't really like my idea anymore of trading up to get a corner because there are it's such a high powered corner class. I don't see I don't I don't see the need. Yeah. I take back. <clears throat> yeah, your guy Witherspoon is is like you said listed as the best corner out there. So Yeah. So you retract your original trading future picks to really get him. Yes. I think that's that's probably wise. Um, Cam Smith is another guy that they're predicting to go first round and could be on the board when we go, but I think he's also um, – I bet he's probably gone top 20. I could see him falling, honestly. I've heard he has a lot of, like, coverage issues. Okay. He's sort of, like – Trayvon Diggs jumps a lot. Jumps, jumps a, a lot. lot. Get a lot of picks, but also right when he gets a pick, he'll jump and then he'll give up an eighty-yard touchdown. <laughs> Which is why they're consistent or they're continuously throwing at him is because yes. they see a lot of opportunity for big plays. Um. Okay, your second choice, Hayes. So obviously you already switched it, but uh, you're unable to trade up or get Anthony Richardson. So what do you do instead? Um, hmm. I think it's between, I think you go wide receiver um, and it's between uh, Quinton Johnson, Johnston, Quinton Johnston and Jordan Addison. Um, if they're both there at 23, you take Quinton Johnston. If it's around pick, if you get out of the top 20 and Johnston is still there, you trade up a couple picks to get him. Um, because I think he he's Why do you such, like him so much. He's such a good deep threat. He averaged almost 20 yards per reception in college. He's 6'4, uh, 6'4, 215. Uh, he's quick. He's that deep threat that will uh that you need in an offense with Justin Jefferson and Hawkinson. So I would have, I would rather have him over Addison. Um, but the likelihood that he's there at 23, I think is slim. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think from what I've seen, Johnson's the best in the class. So I feel like even being close to 20 will be hard. I don't think I, uh... 
It's between the best him wide and... It's him and Addison. Him and, and Zay Flowers, I guess. And Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. But I think he's one of the better. I mean, top two for sure. Yeah. So would you would you make that same move then, Andrew, for your your second option? Would you go wide receiver? And are you looking at Quinton Johnson? I feel like you'd have to trade up for him because yeah, what I'm what I'm seeing is he is yeah he's listed as the top wide receiver of that class, and I'd be shocked if 22 people before us don't pick a wide receiver. Well, Jackson Smith and Juba could easily go ahead of him. Did he play this year? Yes. I know he was hurt Wait, one no, year. Sorry, he did not. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't think I would trade up for a wide receiver at this point. If anything, I mean, my ideal would be trading back closer to like either late first round or a couple second rounds. No. Kind of like what we did, what we did last year. But I think what you should do is try to get a, a wide receiver. Um, I really like Zay Flowers and Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt from Tennessee. Um, they're both like super fast. Both can make people miss and like deep threats. But I think they're both kind of more mid to late round, first round. Um, so if you are trading back, they're probably not available. But I would say after corner, corner as like the biggest need, I would say wide receiver too. Um, That's I mean, the biggest just, need. Yeah. Just because, like, it's just so hard to, like, defend Adam Thielen and K.J. Osborne because there is literally so many times where you saw Jefferson getting triple covered. And yeah. if, you can't, if you can't get past one guy, then you're probably not really a good wide receiver anymore. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But I think Jalen Hyatt and Zay Flower would be, like, my top wide receiver options at 23. Okay. We're all kind of in the four two nine. Damn. Um, because I think also it'd be nice to, as sort of option number two, draft a, a wide receiver. I wrote down Zay Flowers and mm-hmm. Jordan Addison because that's who I would expect to be on the board at twenty three. Um, there was one guy who I'm already blanking on what his name was that they had listed as higher, but he only played like four games last year. Probably Jackson Smith. Does, yes. he have a, does he have a weird last name? Yeah, from okay, Ohio yeah. State. Yes, yes, from Ohio State. What's that say? I don't want to take any any chance with a guy who has not shown that they've been healthy. Um, just because I feel like this team has been plagued with injuries. Um, I mean, you drafted Andrew Booth Jr. last year knowing he couldn't stay healthy and what did it cost you not having a cornerback for most of the season or relying on sixth round Duke Shelley to really uh, step up and 33 year old Pat P. So um, I liked, I liked Jordan Addison cause he comes from a pretty good uh, wide receiver school. Um, mm-hmm. But he also had the Heisman trophy can't, trophy winner throwing to him. Yeah, I mean that's huge. But also yeah, I, I feel like and uh, I mean I don't know the the specifics of USC's uh like wide receiver coaches, but they had 
Armand St. Brown was, was from USC. Um, obviously, Juju Smith-Schuster is from USC. Michael Pittman. Uh, Michael Pittman. Like, those are – I mean, obviously, Juju's not as good as he was a few years ago, but coming right out of college, he was one of the better wide receivers. Um, and obviously, St. Brown and Pittman Jr., they don't really have much of a quarterback, but they're putting up pretty solid numbers. So I think it'd be fun – it would be – fun to get a guy from a school that has seen wide receivers look strong in the NFL. We can move into that then. Who, like, the position that you have to fulfill in the first round? Wide receiver. That's what you are saying. Andrew? I mean, it's hard to say. Because um, there's a lot. Um, 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 um. Yeah, I would say wide receiver corner. I, I I would lean towards wide receiver because I think it's harder. I think it's easier to get a corner in free agency yes. than it is to get a wide receiver in free agency. I think you overpay for a wide receiver um, compared to like, I mean, we got Jefferson at 22. Like you can get a really good wide receiver at 23 compared yeah. to you're probably taking more of a gamble on a corner. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. So you're, you're probably leaning though then towards wide receiver route as like the yeah best case scenario if you can't get like obviously my top scenario i would say try to get one of those wide receivers we talked about yeah if you can get either zay flowers quinton johnston or jordan addison in the first round yeah i would say jordan addison would be a, a quite a good i'm just surprised that people have him going that late you will have a very very good offense even better yeah i don't i don't know why that <clears throat> why that is or why that There's would just be better options yeah, I think it was honestly like a pretty good draft class. I think they did say wide receivers are like the third or fourth deepest position player um, in this year's draft. I think cornerbacks are, 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 are one. Um, I thought I saw centers and then edge rushers as like the next two and three. There's some really, really good D, D linemen. But of course, that's the one position where you don't really, I mean, unless you want to trade Daniil and cut Zadarius. Like you don't really need a, a defensive end. In the later rounds. But, um, okay. Nice, nice. We've had four times in Viking franchise history where we've drafted or we've received the 24th overall pick who were uh, the four players that we drafted. I'm sorry, with the, with the 23rd overall pick. Dershaw one. Correct. You want to give the year? Um, year would make it a lot easier. Oh, well, obviously we'll do position. That's fine. Uh, wide receiver. One Treadwell. Correct. Um, defensive tackle. You guys are pretty young, but you should know this guy. Bree Floyd. Nice. Nice. And I had never heard of this other guy. Lance Renzel, 1965. 23rd overall. He had two catches for 10 yards in his Viking career. Oh, nice. And he Good was pick. arrested for indecent exposure. Good pick. <laughs> but so I'd say, I mean, this is the fifth time with this specific exact pick. And I would say we're batting about 
uh, 20%. Yeah. That's why I don't think it's like a terrible idea to trade up because we're never good enough to get in the top 10, but we're also never bad enough to, I mean, we're never bad enough to get in the top 10, but we're never good enough to be like, whatever. The 32nd pick. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter where it's like, we're most likely going to be second half of the first. It's always fun to be the best record of a team that lost in the first round. It's great. You get a great pick. Yeah. What do you guys think of Stanford quarterback Tanner McGee? Or McGee? I think he's Kirk Cousins 2.0. <laughs> so trade him or get for him? Draft him? Uh, no. No. Trade back and then maybe draft him. Otherwise, I like – Well, no. I think Hendon Hooker in the later rounds, you could – you could draft him. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the draft, but he's 25 and coming off a torn ACL, so it, it'd be obviously a pretty big risk. Oh, that's not a big risk at all. But that's why you, that's why you're taking him in the third or fourth round. Yeah, that's a waste. That's a waste of a pick. It's not though when you think about it. I mean, when you look, I mean, the- we cut we cut three third round draft picks from 2021 just last year, in Chaz Surratt, Kellen Mond, and why? You know what Davis. everyone said. Oh, oh, it's it's the new regime. New regime can do that. New regime can do that. I don't get that point. Yeah, but... I don't get what the point was of that is. It was stupid. It was stupid of Quasi to do that. To cut those three guys? All three of them were on, like, practice squad, so clearly. It is. It is. I mean, I, I envision third round as still kind of being, like, a pretty high pick. So the fact that, yeah, three third round guys got cut last year. And, I mean, I feel like. Our third round guys last year did nothing. Uh, Asamoah oh, uh, did nothing. Best linebacker in the NFC. Okay. That's literally such a that's. Uh, uh, he's a joke. He's a choke. Okay. Well, we can we can close out here. Um, hopefully, actually, I mean, I guess, what there's more news to report. Is there? Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully next week we'll have something, um, in terms of news. Yeah. In terms of cap space, (laughs) Yes, we can, uh, we'll be starting our our Twinkies podcast maybe soon-ish. I'm ready whenever. The, I am. Uh, I actually. I am pretty hopeful uh, with the Twins this season. I think the biggest I think thing is you get a playoff win. Oh, I was going to ask this question, Twins, very quickly, and then we'll close out. Um, what what has to happen for the Twins for Baldelli not to be canned at the end of the year? You need Real- a playoff win. Just one win. That's all he needs. One. Okay. Just give me one. So let's say we, we, well, cause what's the the wild card set up? It's like the old NFL setup. Three plays six and four plays five in the first. Wait. It's the hell does that work? The wild card. um, (laughs) Yeah. It goes the two wild card teams play the, Five and six, I believe, in a one-game series. Or maybe not. In a one-game series. Listen, the three plays the six, the four plays the five, the top two teams get a bye. 
the three and the six and the four and the five play best of three series. Okay. That sounds and they should that get sounds right. So if we lose a best of three by squeaking in as a wild card team, Baldelli keeps his job. So we're the six seed and we lose in three games. Yeah. Is it a competitive third game? I don't. <laughs> I, was, I, I think you have to win the division. He pulls Joe Ryan with a no hitter in the fourth. <laughs> because analytically, if Gone comes in and gives up six home runs, they'll still maybe win. I think you have to win the division and you have to play a competitive playoff series. And I would you agree. Have, you, you have to win at least one. I think you have um, to win a playoff series. So you're changing it now. You went yeah, from he has, he has to, to win, win a playoff. single playoff game to now he has to win a full series. He has to win a series. Yeah, he's had back-to-back really terrible years. Okay. I mean, really, that one 2019 season was the only like boosted his career win percentage a ton. Yeah. And, and they got swept in the first round up. by the Yankees. And he put Randy Dobnak out for the second game. You know why? You know why he put Randy Dobnak out in the second game? Oh, because Jake Odorizzi has to pitch the third game. Jake Odorizzi has to pitch the third game. Let's not pitch our second best pitcher in the second game in a must-win game. Let's pitch him in the third game. We're going to get swept. Wow, you're still still heated by something that happened four years, coming up on four years. This team has never won a playoff game in my life. Yeah. Join the club, or at least like since I've been a fan. I don't count the 03 twins. But all right, we'll save that though to for our separate podcast that we'll be starting within the next few weeks here. Um, in the meantime, this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And yeah, hopefully we have a little bit more info for y'all in a week.